All right, you guys, Dash and Luna, our two mini Australian shepherds, are with us in the studio today. Luna, hello. Here's, here's my thought. What? Why do we not have an Instagram for them? We should. We should do that. Luna and Dash. Would you guys follow the their Instagram if they had one? Just too many Australian shepherds just, just living loving life. each other and living life. Trying to be their best selves. Just, just working on maintaining their figures. Always working. Chasing squirrels and... Here's my question, though. Would it be a satirical one where I speak as the dogs when I <laughs> when I write the descriptions? Yeah. Or would it be more of a realistic where I speak as their owner? Um, I think it would be satirical because there's so many jokes that can be made through the dog's eyes. I would speak as Luna and then I would just hand you the phone and you could write the caption as Dash. Okay. <laughs> I'll be the voice for Dash. You'd be the voice for Luna in yeah. their Instagram. Okay. We're starting that this week. Oh, okay. And you guys are first to know about that. We were just barely, barely came up with that. So taking sides, the marriage podcast audience, you heard it here first. They're beginning their Instagram. Also, it's, if you don't know who they are, there are many Australian shepherds and you should go and see them in our vlogs on YouTube and Facebook at the Dashleys. All right. Welcome to taking sides with the Dashleys. Let's get started. Hey everyone, you're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us, the Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us, Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful, maybe helpful, and definitely entertaining. So please send in your submissions to takingsideswiththedashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. All right, you guys, we are getting so many emails and it makes us so excited because it means that you are engaged and interested and want your question answered too. Also, it means that we have a lot of content for future podcasts. Here's what I want from the people who listen to this podcast. What? I want them to create like a song that is a little something like this, but someone with a good voice and musical abilities. Yeah. Hit me with a question. Why don't you hit me with a question? Like, but really like amped up and cool with sound effects. And we'll play that before every single question. Or just before the first one. And then we'll be like, fire away. Okay. But like belting it. Like with, f just find the karaoke version of that and record him singing it. Yeah. With like instruments and things. Challenge, challenge extended, you guys. Let's see if you got any submissions. <laughs> but until then, we'll just go ahead and uh, use our own sound effects of, of some sort. All right. I've learned that the things I've been doing wrong have been not... a. It's been that I haven't agreed with Dallin on everything. See? I've learned that. <laughs> That's not true. That's not what good husbands and wives do. Sometimes I have this annoying habit of my own opinion, and it's just really so annoying. Oh, I hate when your opinion differs from mine. It's like, did I even marry the right person? I'm working on it, and one day... <laughs> this is joking, by the way. It is good that husbands and wives have different opinions, and it's not bad. If you had the same exact pin on everything, every single thing, don't you think that would be kind of boring, honestly? I think it would be relieving. And Obviously, it'd be I really would get easy. So much done. It would be really easy, but like I mean, you wouldn't like challenge each other, or you wouldn't like 
see new perspectives and you'd be really close-minded or narrow-minded. I think for the first year, it'd be really great. It would be and fun I'd for a And I'd make a while. lot of big changes. Definitely be fun. And we'd move to a really warm place. Why would I be taking on all of yours? Why don't you take on mine? Well, I'm just living in my fantasy world. In my <laughs> fantasy world, I make all of my decisions. Yeah. Well, that's not reality. And reality is husbands and wives have a lot of different opinions and thoughts about things. Hence, the reason we have 123 unread emails in our inbox of people waiting to, for us to take some side, take sides on what they're going through. And we're going to dive into the first one right now from Brianna. Are you ready? It's a short and sweet one, Ash. Yeah. Do you guys think that there once, that once there is one lie in a relationship that there can never be trust again? No. No, I don't think so either. And she didn't say what she thinks either. That's she just posed the question. Okay, like let's say let's talk about why Dallin cheats on me. That oh, would be hard to let's get just over. Go to the big one. Like that's a big lie. Yeah. Um, but if Dallin like t- tells me he's going somewhere and then goes somewhere different because he's embarrassed or because I don't even know why, I don't really care. Uh, that was just like another, for instance, like if you lie about where you're going. Let's just say it's a somewhat substantial lie that affected their, impacted their relationship a little bit. I think you can get past anything if you want to get past it. Like, I think you can. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when those big things happen, you're usually at a point where you don't really want to get past it. And you're usually done. Like if Dallin's lying to me about stuff, that's a good sign that we're not in a good place. Uh, Yeah, because I I obviously don't trust you with what I actually want to be doing. Or you don't care. And I also don't care what you think. So. So that's uh, that's just a good sign. If there's a lot of lies going on that you probably have some things to be working on and some walls to be broken down and some trust to be gained. Also, uh, an interesting thing that our marriage counselor told us. Dave is Dave is that trust isn't earned. It's given. I just don't agree with that though. Something. This is the example that he gave. He said, okay, well, for example, just to prove my point, um, if I gave you a whole list of things that to do in order for you to trust me, um, then would you trust me or would you still have to decide if you trust me or not? And it's basically, yeah, you would still have to decide. So like, no matter what, you still decide if you're going to trust this person and trust is given rather than but there's, earned. But there's factors that go into whether or not you decide to trust them. Yeah. So like in a way it's earned. It's like half. half it depends. Season. It also depends on your, like your nature. Are you a generally trusting person like Abraham Lincoln and rather prefer to trust people and then be disappointed every once in a while? Or do you just distrust people until like they prove themselves to you? Did Abraham Lincoln? That's a quote from Abraham Lincoln. He says, I prefer to be trusting in general and be disappointed every once in a while versus just be an untrusting person. I'm an untrusting person. You are an untrusting person. Not saying that's bad. It's just definitely a a character trait of yours. It's and you could flip it. It I have zero expectations of people. That's true. So they're not going to disappoint me. Or do. Wait, so you're saying people never disappoint you? Well, not people in my family who I've given trust to, but like, and loyalty to, but just like run of the mill. You just said given. They haven't earned your trust. You gave it. Yeah. Because I, because like they've earned it. Like if you work for me, I still, you still have to earn the money that I'm going to give you. 
I just think trust is a very much deeper. It's kind of your outlook on life. Are you like a generally trusting person and well, or no. are you just a generally untrusting person? I'm generally untrusting. I'm a generally trusting person. And like extreme trusting leads to like gullibility and extreme untrusting leads to like Scroogeness. Scroogeness and skepticism about every single person, you know? Mm-hmm. And like not really. I mean, like I was watching this video. It was titled, Can You Trust Your Feelings? And uh, it was interesting. It's by this guy. He's like a guru. Not I like don't a, think you can. Can you trust your feelings? It's a, It was interesting. He's like, I mean, obviously there are moments of clairvoyance, like guided by the spirit. That's me kind of wording it a little bit as a Christian, like guided by the spirit of God. That's different than um, just going off of your feelings based on your past experiences. And he gave an example of like he was a landlord and there's a girl who moved in. And after one day she was like, you know what? I just have this really weird feeling and I think I'm going to move out and I'm so sorry. And you can keep my, you can keep my deposit. I just have a really weird feeling about this place. And he was like, um, okay, yeah, I'll give you your deposit back. You can, you can go like, did it burn down? No. Um, she was like, oh, I can, I can have my deposit back. Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I mean, if you really don't like it that much, I'm not just going to take your money after one day. I must need to change something or whatever. And she was like, oh, huh. Um, you know what? Let me just sleep on it. And he's like, well, okay. And then the next day, um, she was like, she's like, you know what? I, 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 I'm just going to stay here a little bit longer. I still don't know about it. But he's like, okay, anything I can do to help? And she's like, um, no, I'm, I'm just getting used to my new area here. And then after like a week, she was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to stay here. And he's like, okay, great. And he's like, if I can ask, like, why did you have such a crazy feel? What did, what were you feeling at the beginning? Like that you so strongly that you should leave. And she was like, honestly, I just had this fear that you were going to like come up into my room in the night and kill me. Cause I thought you were kind of weird. And he, but he was just a really nice chill guy, but maybe because of her past experiences or shows that she's watched or something, she was conditioned to believe that people that looked like him or talked like him where it was like associated with killers or rapists or somebody creepy. But that was like an example that he gave where feelings can sometimes be misleading, but also another times like, like obviously the spirit of God can guide you. And I, and I think that it's like a certain, it's like a certain feeling that you just, you just have a quiet confidence that you know it, that it's right. And you feel comfortable doing it. It's, I don't think God will ever give you like the spirit of fear or, or like, what a, God doesn't give you the spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. How does that scripture go? I don't know how we got talking about <laughs> don't this. Don't ask me that. Talking about trust, being trusting. Right. Um, well, like as far as feelings, I have gotten really good at not trusting a lot of my feelings, which I think is a good thing. Like uh, feelings of like self-deprecating feelings or feelings of in- inability or incapability or like weakness. I think those there's, I have a lot of those feelings and I think a lot of people, like most people do that you have to like strategically distrust. Yeah. And no, I think subordinating your feelings and emotions to values is like a really, really mature way of thinking. And it's also really, really hard, but like, as far as my spouse, yeah, like with you, I like, I, I could like have a lot of, I have a lot of like mind tangents that I have to stop because, and I stop them with, I trust Dallin. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. 
Like you wake up sometimes in the morning where I killed you in, in your dreams. And we have to have like a come to reality moment where, where I like convince you that I'm not going to murder you or leave you. And then because you just had a dream where all of your feelings and thoughts were telling you that I'm like going to murder you or I'm going to leave you or something. Right. I was kind of talking about like feelings I have when I'm awake. Like, I don't know. Like if you get a text message and I'm holding your phone and it's like a number I don't recognize, like my mind is I'm on like. It just goes like a million different places in one second. And uh -huh. I just have to stop it with, oh, I trust Ellen. Like, I don't care who's texting him. And I do. That's but a like, good value that like subordinate your feelings and emotions to like the value of trusting and respecting your husband. I mean, obviously, until I do something huge to break your trust, like in our marriage, then like. Yeah, or like when you had business trips. Then like, it will take a little while to like build it back. And through like the relationship of mutual respect and appreciation and like, and following through and keeping promises and things like that. Yeah. I, it was like when you were traveling more for business or going to the weddings all day, like. Did you have those thoughts more often? I mean, like they're uncontrollable thoughts. Like, well, I'm, just glad I'm to like hear that sitting you at to... home, like 50 pounds overweight. Cause I just had a baby and you're like dressed in a super hot suit, like at a wedding with beautiful young single people. Oh, it's like just a thought I can't control that it, it like goes through my mind. And instead of letting it go crazy, I just stop it with, well, that's stupid. I trust Alan. That's good. I'm glad you're able to do that. You ever like start having fights with like uh, hypothetical fights with people in your mind. And then you just have to like, after a few minutes, you have to like, stop. That, none of this has actually happened and it probably won't happen. Like that was all that's totally what I, imaginary in my mind. Like, and I was honestly getting worked up about it, but it was just a, a show going on in my head. That's what I do when we fight. Yeah. I like, think. and you go to work or you leave uh -huh. like when, or you like you went on a business trip right after we fought this yeah. like last week. That's what you, I feel like you're always like, how do you have so many good things to say? Like, like good comebacks. And it's, I like rehearsed in my head <laughs> for hours before I'm like, I'm ready to call. By the way, I've never said that at least while I'm mad at you. I feel like you've said something like you, like you always have a comeback or like well, we've talked about how good like, you are at being defensive or defending your position right but i'm so good at it because i like i'm like a lawyer like prep for those <laughs> those big conversations yeah, i think that that's i mean to a very very i think that it's like Same. it's natural but i think you got to stop yourself or else you can, your mind can go some pretty crazy places pretty fast off in la la land that's very far out from the reality and like instead of just asking or, or like what Renee Brown says, uh, like the story I'm telling myself in my head is this, is that accurate? And letting the other person say whether or not it is rather than just like believing all the stories you're telling yourself in your head. Yeah. I think though with me, when I do that, I'm trying to be able to articulate what I want to say. Cause a lot of times when like we get in a fight and I get mad, I don't really know. Like, I don't know exactly what it is that's making me mad. And mm -hmm. I think our last fight, I was able to finally say it. Like it, we've been like having issues with me getting mad at the things you do. And you're always like, why, why does this make you so mad? And I've never been able to articulate it. Like I did that last fight. It took like two years of fighting about it. Mm -hmm. And I finally like said it like, and I, when I said it, I was like, yes, that is why, like, that's it. Uh -huh. Like whether or not that, like what I'm feeling is wrong or right. I like finally was able to articulate it Yeah, where you could like understand like what it is. And like, I finally understood what it was. Cause it's I funny how it takes so long, but like your body is making you agitated about it or like triggers. You don't know what your trigger is. But like, yeah, for years I, 
I still don't know what all my triggers are, but I know it makes me mad and I just don't know why. I guess that's what therapists help you uncover. Right. Or you can fight about it for three years like us and finally be like, how it was almost like a happy moment where I was like, you were like, oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, I finally said the real thing. Uh huh. No, that was, that uh, was a really good few days away. I, I was very introspective and was kind of my own therapist. Learned a lot. Maybe that's for another podcast. Moving on. That was, sorry, we'd give you no details about what we were just talking about. But um, that was kind of a deeper thing that we're going to keep to ourselves for a while until we're ready to talk about it. And hopefully you can respect that. Mysterious. Mysterious. Okay, next. Um, my name is Bailey and <laughs> I recently got married. YouTube, what? Should be the name of a YouTube video. What? We're not ready to talk about it yet. We're Please not, respect us. But we're going to make a 10 minute video about not talking about it. <laughs> okay, sorry, go. My name is Bailey and I recently got married in August. My husband thinks it's okay to throw his dirty clothes on the floor when the hamper is just a foot away. Thoughts? Come on. Yes, you can use my name. Smiley face. Love you guys. Thanks, Bailey. Man, we get this one a lot. Yeah. Let's just examine. I feel like two things are either going to happen. What? You're either going to fight about it enough that your husband starts throwing him in the hamper or, which I think has happened to me, you're going to you like lower your fight about it enough that you lower your own expectations yeah. for yourself. I think we finally come to a good middle ground where... Like I honestly, if I like, if I like take my clothes off before I jump into bed or something, the clothes are sitting there on the floor in the morning. I will usually throw them. I will either put them back on and wear them again the next day, or I'll usually throw them in the hamper. Eventually it's not right away. Well, or a magic elf or a magic named elf Ashley. named Ashley comes through and puts them away before I get to it. But, but I don't honestly, get mad anymore. I'm going to get to I it in my get... head. I'm just not as fast as you would like it to be done. But honestly I do. And like, right. even if it's like later that night and I'm like, Oh, my clothes are still sitting here. Like, it's just, I'm going to get to I it mean, in my head. And obviously Bailey would, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm hoping that his, uh, her husband has the same thoughts in his head. Just have but kids. But Bailey would just like it done faster. Just have kids. And then everyone's throwing their clothes on the floor that it just becomes one of the morning jobs, like picking the clothes up off the floor. And it's not just picking my rotten husband's clothes up off the floor. It's just everyone's. Yep. And there's no one to blame. It's just like a terrible. How did we have this first conversation after we were married for like six months? And your my cleanliness standards were not up to, to It's not to that. Yours. Like I would. So like I would. Dallin would be at school and I would get home from working and do laundry. Like I was the queen of the laundry. You were. At, in that. Because you worked late and taking I got home. It, taking it next door to the yeah. student laundry mat. And I would come home and I would like look in your shelves and I'd be like, oh. Like, I'm going to do something nice for Dallin. And I would organize it for like 20 minutes and like get everything folded and in the right drawers. And then like the next day, Dallin would come home and take off his dirty shirt that he had been wearing and be like, oh, I can wear this again. And just like shove it in the pants drawer. The pants drawer. And I just, I would sit in there and be like, are you kidding me? Like, do you not? And he just didn't value it. Like, it just meant nothing to him. Yeah, I just, I've never, yeah, it's never been something super important to me. So even though... Like, I wish I would have known how much, how well, important I mean, and, and thought you put into it. You liked I would have acknowledged that, even though it's like not high on my priority to have super, super organized drawers. Right. Like you would see it the first time and be like, oh, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, oh, this is new. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. You did this, huh? Uh-huh. But that was like the extent of his gratefulness. Not because he's ungrateful, but because he just doesn't care about that. Yeah. And so we kind of balanced it out. And you guys will balance it out too, Bailey. Hang in there. Just talk to each other, be open about things, and you'll figure out how to, you know, have these conversations that may ruffle some feathers now, and just learn that it's part of marriage and part of living together 
part of being lifetime partners with each other. Now is not forever. Either his standards are going to change or yours will. And eventually and they'll, they'll kind of like mellow out. A Bailey and husband standard together that you guys are just cruising with and you're both happy yeah. with. It took your parents your whole life to make you like have the habits that you have now. Uh-huh. It can, they can change. And uh, you have a new life together. You and your husband are each other's number one, got each other's back and just work it out. Okay, next question. This is from Mary. Not really disagreement, just maybe something weird we do. Ooh, these are my favorite ones. If you guys have, like the disagreements are great and I love them, but I really, really love the weird things that you do. It's just, it's the things that make you weird. Everybody, like JP Sears says, everybody's weird. You're just your own kind of weird. Like there's no such thing as normal. I mean, it was normal in your family growing up, but every other family thinks the way you do it is still weird. So like, just be your own kind of weird, you know? And it's so fun hearing about other people's weird things they do. Yeah. Like how we talk to Luna or how we do... What? (laughs) (laughs) This is not a rehearsed podcast. I mean, like Dallin and I have been having a very heated discussion for the last three months about whether or not we should have a propane fire in our backyard or a wood fire. And we have very, very... Valid points. Big opinions on it. We do. Like very... And I know people who will back me up. (laughs) I just think Talon's a dummy for not wanting wood. Not a real dummy. Just not a real one. I think you're very smart. You're supposed to focus on the behavior, not the person. I think your behavior is dumb. The therapist is like, that's not what I meant. I think your behavior is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the right way to do it. Okay. Oh, let's read Mary's weird thing. When my brother and sister-in-law got together, I thought it was... Weird at family gatherings that they would check with each other before getting dressed eggs from the buffet. What's a dressed egg? Like deviled eggs? Mm. Then I noticed my brother eating all of the filling and giving the white of the egg to her. She would put her egg on his plate until the filling was gone. Then he would give her the white back. Angels. Wow. Now, several years later, my husband and I go to a Mexican restaurant. When our food arrives, my husband's arms are just a blur as he is picking things off his plate and onto mine. The manager sees this and immediately comes over and asks if everything is okay. We both say, yes, everything is great. He asks again, but did you get everything how you ordered it? Yes, everything is fine. The manager steps back a bit, but continues to watch us. Now that Mark has finished the, his parade of toppings onto my plate, so it's my turn. I start putting things from my plate onto his. The manager appears at our table again. Are you sure everything is like you wanted it? We immediately started eating at this point. We were sure the manager could not handle our food swaparama any longer. As we were leaving, he asked us again how our food was. We kept bragging on it but I don't think he can handle it if we return. My question is, are we normal or does every couple share food like this? So, okay, so I guess they're just like having their plates with each other. Okay, so the egg thing is funny, but I get it because when Dallin and I order food, <laughs> it's usually like, oh, if you order this, I'll eat that. And if I order this, you can eat this. Uh-huh, we kind of, and then inside a little bit, I'm just wishing that Ashley would let me eat my whole plate by myself and then I could eat hers too. Well, and it's so... I got pregnant and you can't eat as much when you're pregnant, or at least I can't because there's a huge baby inside of you. So then, because it's not fun to not order food and it's like budgeted already, so just do it. I go, what are you going to get, Dallin? And what's your second favorite option? I love when you So he doesn't have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And And then I just eat. Well, I would have gotten this, but I think I'm going to get this this time. And then Ashley orders that thing. And I just eat a little bit, like my four four bites until I can't can't eat anymore because there's a baby inside of me not right now though i guess we have to get back to like 
I still feel like Dallin could eat like 18 more portions than me. So we still do it. Cause I'll usually be like, Oh, I just want like a little bit of this. Like lots of times I just want the side. Uh-huh. And so I'll just order like whatever meat you want second. best, yeah. And I'll eat like your, a little bit of your side and a little bit of my side. And it's you get, best. you get the main. Mm-hmm. Do we eat something where you eat a piece and there's, Oh, so like Tootsie rolls, the flavored Tootsie rolls. What is your, don't you like one better than me or something? You like all the no, things I hate. No, we both like green the best. Maybe and it's Skittles? I like, well, I eat Ashley's green Skittles because she doesn't like the the apple ones. So after years of her giving me apples, I've become quite fond oh, of apple pie. Skittles. I think it's pie with pumpkin pie. You eat the gross pumpkin and I eat the crust. Yeah. There we go. There See, we we're go. working out things together. So we would do that. As far as like the menu stuff, I don't think that's weird. For example, if yours came with onions and your husband loves onion, not onions, olives. That is not true in our house, by the way, but. We both hate olives. You could like throw all your olives on his plate and you could take all his carrots. That's one of the best things about being married right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one is from Victoria. Hey, Ashley and Dallin, Victoria here. So my boyfriend and I do a couple of things differently and I would love your input on them. The first being the toothpaste. Oh boy. I squeeze the bottle from the bottom up. And like it next to the sink in the bathroom while Travis rolls the toothpaste, but he keeps it in the shower. What do you think? I hate having to reach inside the shower to get wet toothpaste bottle out. He says it's not a huge deal. He never puts the cap back on either. So there is always water inside of it. Oh, the second. It, oh, well, let's just talk about this one first. Okay. So we've learned something just by a ton of toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. We have like 18 things of toothpaste like, all over our house. We got house. one in the shower. We got one in the bathroom. We got one in our suitcase left over from when we traveled one a few downstairs, weeks ago. One downstairs, one in the kitchen. We got one downstairs. One in the living room all where we have the diapers. Toothpaste. Like and we can brush our kids' teeth anywhere in the house and we can also brush our own teeth consequently anywhere mm-hmm. in the house. Ashley does prefer the toothpaste in the shower. I usually have, I've never brushed my teeth in the shower growing up, but that's something I've kind of gotten used to. I just like to get it all done. With Ash, I think that comes from you, your strict requirements of keeping the bathroom sink sparkling clean that you learned to sh- brush your teeth in the shower. Mm, no, I no? did it both. I just like getting it all done. I hate getting ready. Oh. It's one of my least favorite activities. So if I can get it all done in one thing. I guess I never even thought about the possibility of brushing like, your teeth in the shower. If you brush your teeth up. in the shower, you don't have to like wipe your face off just gets rinsed off there's no like toothpaste on your lips i just learned to just scoop some water up with my hand and i've done that too but you know how sometimes it dries on your face in like no because you look in the mirror before you leave (laughs) okay that's just we should do it differently but also we are both obviously really lucky because toothpaste squeezing is is a really common argument ashley and i just both don't care i just like get the toothpaste. i tend to squeeze from the bottom up every once in a while i don't I've never even thought about it's like it. A, it's like a fun, it's kind of like a, a sensory thing that I do, just squeezing it from the bottom. And it feels good to me to have it squeezing from the bottom. But I'm not so picky about it that I let it bug me. Sometimes I'm just such in a hurry that I'll just squeeze it too. I feel like you're a little bit messier with the toothpaste in the brush. What do you mean? Like, I would say you're the toothpaste in the lid culprit. I like make sure to wash off. Where oh, the yeah, lid I would never go. wash it off. You and know, it's so just it doesn't get crunchy. Little, bunch of little things adding up to be a big, nasty cap full of toothpaste. Right. Yeah, you. I never wash it off. So good on you. Okay. Well, um, no, it's not weird. Totally normal that you guys are arguing about this. And it's just going to be one of, one of those things where you buy extra toothpastes and extra toothbrushes and just have them all over the house. A fun thing we've done in our new house Literally is... Literally a couple bucks. 
It's not like really expensive. What have you done? There's a shower in our basement and Dallin adopted it. It's his new shower. (laughs) I love it. And it's so great. I never go there. I don't know how he does things or how he cleans things or what he does. It's this is just a luxury that we recently, very two months ago, had. A lot of people have two showers, you know? Yeah. Not everyone, but like. If you, like sometimes it's know. a guest I'm shower. Weird. I guess I just like having my own bathroom. Our downstairs has like a normal shower. It's just my where man it's bathroom. Not an insert, like it's not a bathtub shower. It's just a shower. Mm-hmm. So Dallin adopted it. Yeah. And I don't care what he does down there. Maybe yet. it's because like we always have to clean it so much that I like it that it's smaller, so I don't have to clean as much because our master shower is a little bit bigger. Right, but essentially now we're getting two showers dirty instead of one. <laughs> Uh, but Next. I don't have to clean mine as often. Okay. The second is cereal. I'm a cereal in a cup person and he's a cereal in a bowl person. Ooh, cereal in a cup is fun. It is fun. I just grew up eating out of a cup and he says I'm weird for it. Thoughts on that, please. Cups are easier if you're doing it in front of the TV. You have a handle. Nothing, not as much as getting spilled. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. But you can't hold as much in a cup. It's hard though, because there's a lot of dry cereal on the top because it's a Unless thinner, you like overload it with milk and then by the time. It's a thinner receptacle. It's hard. You know, I think cereal's meant for bowls. Cup. Is, that's how I do it most of the time. But if I'm like hurrying driving to work, I'll put cereal in a cup and milk. Well, you need a bowl because you add a banana, two spoonfuls <laughs> of peanut butter and a cookie crumbled if, up into <laughs> your cereal. And a Pop-Tart. And a Pop-Tart. Yeah. I uh, thought it was a joke the first time, but it's real. Um, Only if I have time to make myself like a deluxe bowl. Usually don't. Anyways, thank you, she says, thank you guys so much for making a second podcast while keeping up with the vlogs. You are so inspiring to both of us. We love you and can't wait to hear your answers. Thank you, Victoria and your husband. I don't think, oh, Travis. Thank you, Victoria and Travis. You guys are awesome. Okay, moving right along, Ash. I feel like Travis kind of looks like you. Really? Well, he just has blonde hair in that little circle Click picture. on their photo. It's just really small. Cool. Twins. This is from Marissa. Hi, both me and my boyfriend have just recently bought a new house. Well, congrats me or we are hoping to move in within the next month or so. The house is simple three bedroom house. We currently live on a one bedroom flat. That's going to be so nice. That's going to feel so nice to upgrade to that. We will have loads more space. Oh, it feels so good. So here's what I need your help with. The house has a main bedroom, a medium bedroom and a small bedroom. Okay. Ben is wanting to use the medium bedroom as a gaming PlayStation room. However, I believe it should be the small room he uses. Hmm. My arguments so are many opinions here. Yeah, my arguments are the medium room is much better for our nieces and nephews and guests as a guest room. Also, if he gets the bigger room, we will have children in the future and we will have too many things to be able to slim down in the smaller room. Very good Ooh. points. I think it's unfair for him to get the medium room all to himself while my hobbies will be stuck in the dining room. <gasps> okay, here's his argument. It's a waste to use the small room when the medium room is just being used for guests. True. Very true. That's what we. That's why we put George's room in the bigger room connected to the bathroom. This is the perfect situation for a trade. <laughs> if I were in this situation... Wait, here's his last point. He needs more space for various game chairs and stuff. Okay, so you have to think, like, if you kick him out of the medium room, would you be okay if he was in the living room? I think the issue here is we don't want him in the living room with all of his not super aesthetic gaming chairs and gaming things. So we have a win in that he's going into a room. There we go. Um, However, honestly, I don't think he should have the biggest room for his gaming stuff just because it's, I mean, like I am not a gamer, so I can't speak passionately about gaming, Uh but I like, 
I would probably just put it in the little, little room if I was the queen of the world. So I would say something to the effect of... But it's obviously very important to him, and this is high on his priority list. So yeah, there's just and competing that's priorities So here. we need to make a trade. What What's the trade? Is there anything that you've wanted that he's iffy about? <laughs> and maybe bring that up. Be like, you know what? I don't love this, but if you really want it, it would mean a lot to me if we could do this thing that I really if want. If I could drive the car this car well, instead of that car or something can, if you women have two can cars. drive cars no i meant like if just just throwing get, out an example if they have two cars right like a trade to, i yeah. feel like i think there's a healthy place in a marriage well, for, you guys know compromise. each other better than it's yeah fine it's definitely going to be a compromise but it here. has to be an even compromise so think of something that would make it worth it to you and give him the opportunity Maybe to give he you also something. has things that are out in the living room that aren't very aesthetically pleasing that he could also jam into the medium sized room you know, things that are taking up space out there in the living room. Wait, what are like gaming stuff? Who knows? Like, I, I just don't understand. Like maybe gaming stuff or maybe something else that she taking, does or he does. For example, throwing something crazy out there, like a terrarium that she doesn't like or, or something like that. Oh, like put all of his junky if stuff he in the medium room. has other junky things, put that in the <laughs> medium room too. <laughs> just make it his ultimate ca man cave in Just there. because he likes games, Talon, doesn't mean he has a terrarium. <laughs> okay. I know. I just said that was something's weird example. Unless he actually has a terrarium, then awesome. I babysat for some people once who had, it wasn't a terrarium. It was like a water pond in their house yeah. with frogs in it. Or not frogs, turtles. Huh. Huh. Tangent. Huh. So I'm just saying compromise is a good thing. And if this is something that means a lot to him, maybe he would be willing to do something that means a lot to you that maybe he hasn't wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Just bring up some things. Yep. Make you, Pitch him an offer. Like maybe you could just lay out all the priorities of the family. And if it's true that kids are coming soon, that's obviously going to take a super high priority and it's definitely going to have to take priority over gaming. I'm just saying everyone so has like a price. So like if you just write all these things down and you just put a number between one and 10 in like both of you, your own number. And if like a lot of yours are a higher number than his, maybe he can just give in and take the small room and be grateful that he has a, even has another room where, because you're moving from a one bedroom. But if not, you know, but if not, and his, you his have like, a get, you set your price. Like if all of this stuff doesn't matter to you, here's one thing in my life that could change. That would, I would feel like we were like, just working even. out a, are you just, just working, working out, a, out compromise. a compromise? Yeah. Like if he's like super not budging and he knows he's not budging and he knows he's like, kind of being super annoying to you and like not take caring about any of your hopes and dreams for the house for that room. Just be like, that's fine, but this is my price. Okay. Not in a mean way. I don't think, I just think that this is something that can be worked out. I rather mean, there than just have like been have times between to... us where I like where you've wanted something or I've wanted something. And I've said like, that's fine. If we do, like if I get, for example, I don't even know if this is one like, sure, we can go on this trip with your family now and I'll miss out on something with my family, but I get Thanksgiving. That's just like the classic holiday argument. I know, but like it's a compromise. It's not like every, like she, you don't have to be completely self-sacrificing if something means a lot yeah. to you. Or maybe it can be like, you can have this room until the baby comes, but you have to, you have to be the one to move the load of the things because I don't want to do all this extra work moving around rooms twice. Yeah. You know, there you go. 
Okay, and I think we've given you a lot of options. Good luck working that out. This is cl- this is marriage partnership communication compromise happening right here, right now with Bar- Marissa bartering. and her boyfriend. Make it happen, you guys. Report back. Excited to see what you figure out. All right, this is going to be our last one for today. This is from Unique Bell Designs by Shelby Arias. I Feel free to use our names. I think it's her like business email. Okay, cool. Shelby. Okay, she says, hey, Dan and Ashley, my name is Shelby. I'm sorry this is kind of long, but I feel like I fully need to explain myself on this subject. I buckle up, Ash. My husband, Sam, and I have two kids, a son that is three and a daughter that just turned one. Welcome to our lives. All right, that's us. Here is the family debate. My father-in-law has made some snarky oh. comments that we have snarky comments that we haven't gotten my daughter's ears pierced. What? That well, is none of his business. That's none of his business. My father, my husband will defend me to his dad. However, when we are alone, he will tell me that he also wants to get them pierced. He's obviously not as rude about it, but he's trying to convince me to get them done. Here's why I don't want to do it. I have my ears pierced and I can't stand it. I dislike wearing earrings. And now I have holes in my ears that I don't want. I haven't worn earrings for almost seven years, not even at my wedding day. My other issue is there are days that I forget to... Oh, well, let's talk about that one first. Okay. I mean, this is a very divisive subject because I know a lot of people who feel, feel like very strongly about piercing their baby's ears uh-huh. to get it done so they don't like... They don't remember it. They don't remember it. And then like I'm very much on the boat. Like I don't want to do that to my baby and I'll, if they want, if my kids want their ears pierced, they can get their ears pierced when they want to get them pierced. Uh-huh. And like, I don't care. I think pierced ears are really attractive and really cute, but you don't have your ears pierced and that's not like I love you I just any know less. like, my, I do have my ears pierced and it's kind of like a job. Like when I got them pierced. It well, was, you did have them, but their holes are closed now. That's what I meant. Right. Cause they got infected and it's just like not something I want to worry about with my daughter. And I just don't want to make that choice for her. Like she'll probably get it done, but she doesn't need to. And I just don't. It's interesting that her father-in-law is like, believes that this is, should be done so much that he's making like snarky comments about it. I think he's coming from a world where this is like super important. Apparently. I think it's important. Like, yeah, your husband may be standing up for you, but I think it's important to stand up for yourself and just say something like, well, I just don't agree with that. And that'll usually shut him up. Yeah, it's like he can't he can't tell you to stop feeling the way you're feeling or like And a lot of times can, it's just like if he's being so so like pressure on it, you can just be like, Cool, you can think whatever you want, I just don't agree with you. And like nobody can argue with that. Like he obviously feels like he has some sort of right or say or he's kinda like tough enough and imposing enough that he might convince you to do it what he thinks is better it just for seems your like child. Something so trivial to like to like put over they're just bullying her it sounds like just kind of like making fun of her for not doing it and making her feel bad for not doing it trying to like coerce her into doing it and i would just stand up for myself i mean i suck at this they obviously think that it's it's cute to have ears pierced a lot of men yeah but it's not a big but it's it's a baby she's three yeah it's not it's not their choice it's not like so so stand up for yourself and it's really obviously really really important to you and so um, and you have more perspective because you're a girl who has had yours pierced and you can't stand it. So I think that it's really smart, just like Ashley feels to let your daughter make her own choice. And I don't think anything's wrong with it. Like I think ears pierced ears are super cute. And I think it's a, it can be a really fun experience for like an eight year old girl or a five year old girl or however old the girl is 12 to go and pick out her earrings and get her ears pierced. And it can be a really fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
versus potentially like maybe your daughter, if you do him as a baby, will just be annoyed at you her whole life for like always fussing over her ears. And like, instead of it being something that like mom does for me, I don't even know. Like, it's just something it's, I'm just very much like it's her body. It's her choice. Yeah. That's what she says here at the end. My, when my daughter's old enough to make the decision that she would like them pierced and is ready to take care of them, I will be happily, I will happily take her to get them done. And uh, then she says, thank you so much for reading. I love y'all and the family. Lots of love, Shelby. P.S. Ashley, sorry, but I agree with Dallin. In the first episode, Dallin was using random names to address the person who emailed you. You said it didn't matter, but I would have done the same thing. Love y'all. All right. Thanks, Shelby. Let me reiterate that I don't think you're a bad person if you pierce your baby's ears. It's like fairly convenient and so, so cute. And I don't think, I don't think in any way that it makes you like a bad mom or a bad person. It was just something I would have like, I cried when George got circumcised. I cried when they got shots. It was just something I didn't want to like take my kid to do. Mm -hmm. So that's a personal choice that is totally fine to have and make. All right. Thanks guys. That was fun. We are loving this podcast. Is that weird that I said George got circumcised? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I can cut that out. Okay. I cried. Like I cried when they got their foot stuck at the hospital. I cried when they got their shots. It was just like something so, something I so didn't want to do to take them to get poked somewhere else. Yeah. 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 Totally fine to have that belief. Okay. You guys think it's so not much. a belief. Just like, I just didn't want to do it. I just, I know it's like a lot of people do it and love it and I don't have an issue with it. And I just really want that to be put out there that I don't have an issue with it. Yeah, that's fine. That's, I guess belief might not have been the the right word or whatever. whatever. It's fine. Whatever you want to, you obviously have strong feelings about it and that's okay. You good? Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening so much. We love having you here with Tinky Sides. Go listen to our other podcast, Big Little Life with the Dashleys. It's kind of like our personal journal, whatever's going on in life. Um, fun guests talking with us. And just chilling and having fun talking about life and trying to be um, real and all that good stuff. Talking about faith, family, business, kids, marriage, relationships, all that stuff. Playing fun games like what did we play last? Like name that song and we do trivia and we're doing book reviews on right now. We're doing book reviews on um, seven principles for making marriage work over there. We're about to do chapter two and funny story about that for chapter two coming up soon. So we love you guys. Go have a good day and we'll see you next time.